Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Nog, a yearly tradition honoring a yearly tradition. I am, as always, your holiday host and Nog Master, Jeff Stormer, and let me tell you, it has been a long year. It has been a difficult year. It has been a year of ups and downs, and here we all are to celebrate that, that thing that we all love, that thing that brings us all together, that creamy, sweet, eggy, boozy, spicy concoction that we all call eggnog. We're going to look at some listener photos. Uh, we're not actually going to look at listener photos. I usually say that, but we don't have any listener photos to look, to look at this year, so we will not be looking at listener photos. Uh, but we will be answering listener questions, sharing some listener stories, sharing a few brand new eggnog recipes, and talking about the past, present, and future of everyone's favorite holiday tradition. Uh, so I would love for you to settle in by the fire, which, uh, give me a minute. Everybody give me a second to do the thing that I forgot to do. <laughs> I love this stream so much. Everybody settle in by the fire. Get yourself a glass of that warm, creamy eggnog. And we're going to dive right in. We've got a lot of stuff to cover today, and I'm very, very excited. And I think I would be doing everyone a disservice if we didn't get right into what I feel, as perhaps the world authority on eggnog, is one of the most important, and certainly, you know, the topic of the discourse of the day. We, I feel we really have to discuss... The thing that everyone's... It's on everyone's lips. It's on everyone's minds. It's time to talk about Ranch Nog. We just gotta... We gotta lead things off. We gotta get into Ranch Nog. We gotta talk about this. It's... We all know that that's where we're going. We all know that's where we're going. We all know that that is where... Uh... Oh, Nightbot's giving grief. I'm gonna have to fix that. Stop giving grief, Nightbot. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all, uh, I got Nightbot set. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Y'all, we're gonna fix this before we get into it. Uh, this stream is a little bit loose. You know what? This is a little bit, little, there's a little bit of magic here. And we are gonna, we are gonna fix some of this. Um... That should fix it. Yeah, that should fix where we're at. Um, Y'all, I think we're back. I think we're good. Um, so anyway, we got to talk about Ranch Nog. We really got to get... We really got to get into Ranch Nog, and we really got to talk about this. Now, sadly, despite some initial conversations that I had with the folks at Hidden Valley, I was not able to secure uh, an actual Ranch Nog kit, nor was I able to lock in the recipe for Ranch Nog. So, unfortunately, this is really strictly theory craft at this moment, but I really do want to talk about the possibilities presented by Ranch Nog. Because... It's on everyone's minds. It is it is the thing, right? Like like we'd be we'd be doing a disservice not talking about this openly. And so 
we're getting into, we're doing a little bit of Nog theory right now. And what I want to know, obviously it is easy to present Ranch Nog as a, as a gross thing. I think that is, that is, that is easy. That is where a lot of the, that's where a lot of the, I'm going to be, I'm going to say it because I have never been afraid to speak truth to power. That's where a lot of your Bush League uh, winter beverage podcasts are going to be going. They're going to go, they're going to go, uh, they're going to go straight into Ranch Nog is gross. I'm going to take this a level further because I am a professional. I am an expert. I think that there's potential in Ranch Nog. And I'm going to say it. And there's going to take some... Now, now, what I want to do here today, how I want to kick things off, is think about the things in eggnog and how to modify them to make a ranch-inspired beverage that is actually good. I think the first thing we're going to want to do is really cut that sugar content. Like, sweet ranch sounds unbearable, and I think that's the first thing that's got to happen, right? we got to kill... We gotta kill, we gotta kill that sugar content. We're gonna wanna bring in, it's gonna wanna be like a, this, this, we're gonna wanna bring in like a nice bourbon-based eggnog, I think is really where we're gonna wanna go with this, right? Like you want that bourbon, cause a lot of those spices, that dill, that, the, 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 that those, those herby kind of flavors are gonna pair really nicely with a, with a nice, rich, velvety bourbon. So you're gonna want a bourbon-based nog, you're really gonna wanna scale back that sugar, add in some of, some of that, some of that dill, some of that garlic, some of that, 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 wait, hold on, ran eggs, cream, am I actually just describing ranch dressing? Did I like, did I actually, did I invent ranch dressing just now? I'm pretty sure <laughs> to actually, I, I think that I've been bested, honestly, I think. I think I've maybe been best, and I think I maybe just theory crafted myself into uh, into ranch dressing being a thing. Is I think where we where we landed. So um, I think that uh, unless we make a drinkable ranch, which I guess might be possible, um, that might be as far as this this theoretical conversation goes. So uh, I think with that. Let's go ahead and dive into our listener questions because we've got a lot of them this year. What in the hell happened? Oh, because I flashed over to a different. That's that explains so much. Uh, give me a second to fix this. I have turned into a ghost, and that should not happen. So I'm gonna turn down my color key so that I am no longer a ghost. Better. All right, better. All right, better. Perfect. We're good. Y'all, it's talking nog. That's why magic. That's magic. That's talking nog. That's what that is. Uh, Caro in the chat correctly mentions the, the ghost of eggnog present, and I appreciate that. That's exactly where I am. We've got several comments of the ghosts of nogmas present, and I feel good about this. All right. Y'all, I've got my I've got my Google Doc in front of me. We've got some very good questions from the Nog listeners, uh, and let's go ahead and get into it. We've got first off, we've got a check-in question from a dear friend of the show who has chosen to remain anonymous. We've got uh, a message from anonymous following up on a conversation we had last year that unfortunately got a little heated. Anonymous writes, "Well, well, well, well." 
In the spirit of Nog, I extended an olive branch so that we could heal this rift between us. I swallowed my pride in the interest of the Nog community. And the Nog community loves you, Jeff. Why wouldn't they? Up on your high horse, handing out Nog head certifications like a parade float Santa. So my question is, does the recipe or flavor change of eggnog at high altitudes like with baked goods? And when was the last time you came down from your ivory tower to enjoy Nog at sea level? All right, Anonymous. Okay, Anonymous. All right, if that's how we're gonna play, Anonymous, you think that I've lost my roots? You think that I've lost my working class edge, Anonymous? Well, I am gonna show you something. I am not some ivory tower nog caster. I am a man of the people. And I, and we are gonna do this. We are going to showcase where I come from. We are gonna show my roots. I got my sweater. I am putting on my sweater. I hope it doesn't mess with my blue screen. I don't know. I didn't test it. I probably should have. It looks fine. It looks fine. Let's get into this. Let's get into this right now, anonymous. You wanna talk? You wanna talk about down home? You wanna talk about working class? Let's talk about, I gotta fix my blue screen for a second again, cause we gotta talk about this. We got work to do. Shockingly, I don't live in this lovely cast. Uh, there we go, we're good, we're locked in. Y'all, let's talk about this. You want working class? You want down home? How about Bud Light Eggnog Seltzer? How about a Nog Seltzer? Jesus, my blue screen is going wild tonight. It is fine. It is fine. <laughs> there we go. That's better. There we go. That's better. How about Eggnog Seltzer? How about Bud Light Eggnog Seltzer? How about we get into this? You want, you want down home, Anonymous? Let's go, let's go, Bud Light Seltzer, right now, off the bat. But before we do that, another email. We have an email here from Theodore Monk that says, Jeff, listen, I know you're thinking of drinking that nog, but I'm telling you, don't drink the nog. I'm so afraid of what might happen if you drink that Bud Light eggnog seltzer that I've written an entire cautionary tale about why drinking that eggnog is a bad idea. I hope that you will give it some consideration. I will be praying for your soul and body. May Nog have mercy on you. I have here a story entitled, What if Nog was one of us? And also don't drink it. <clears throat> Cosmic Hiryu wept and popped open the tab of his Bud Light Seltzer Nog. Don't do it, cried Blinks the Time Sweeper, who had traveled across time-spanning eons. Years bleeding into millennia, bleeding into heat death again and again and again, all to keep the dragon of Dojima from committing this crime. Kiryu couldn't be stopped. Blood erupted from Blinx's mouth as he suffered Kiryu's trademark move, the Tiger Drop, its explosive damage amplified by the weight of the Nog in Kiryu's hand. God damn it, Kiryu, Shadow growled, pulling out a Chaos Emerald for, straight from his asshole. You are my brother. We swore the oath together. Some oaths are better left unsworn, Kiryu whispered, the light of the roaring log fire glinting off of his tears. As Shadow tensed, then vanished. He listened for the timing. That had always been Shadow's weakness. For such an ultimate life form, his instincts were as pedestrian as could be. So predictable. So off. Shadow Roundhouse kicked empty air, a panic gasp tearing past his lips. He had just enough time to look up, witness the seraphic form of Kiryu blazing through the air, the flawless essence of the Dragon King. 
where once they were shadow, now there was only a black mark on the floor, another of Kiryu's brothers gone, and trying to save his soul, they had only ensured reasoning for its end. There is another way, came the voice of Samurai Jack, his weapon drawn, robe preemptively torn to expose his bare chest. Kiryu out of reflex, tore his own jacket, sometimes all that's left is the end. You cannot always add another chapter, you can always hope for an epilogue. In times such as now, all you can do is savor those sweet moments you have left. Jack raised his blade, assuming the stance had been drilled into his body since childhood. Are you savoring these moments now? Kiryu hesitated. You know I savor every moment I have with you, he said. My love. Jack swung, but like blinks before him, underestimated the destructive power of the Nog. Trademark. For every perfect swing, Kiryu had a perfect block. Carbonated, eggy seltzer mixing with blood and sweat and tears to form an unholy cocktail on the ground, which some people dared to bottle up and serve as prepackaged sangria. Gross. The curses they shouted against each other are better suited for more ears more devilish than yours, the oaths even more so. Until finally a ragged silhouette against the sunset, Kiryu stood alone, the broken body of Jack at his feet, his blade broken in two. Kiryu could no longer hold back his grief, friend upon friend had come, had fallen, all in a vain effort to avert destiny. He looked down, vision blurring from the pain of his missing right hand, and he saw the seeping hand held tightly in his left. He closed his eyes, truly in vain. He raised the can and was left inside, left dripping slowly into his mouth, its flavor pulsing into his veins and staining his soul. Kazumakiryu, the dragon of Dojima, fourth chairman of the Tojo clan, fell. From a nearby hilltop, Hermes, the narrator of the hit musical Hades Town, watched and cried. It's a sad song, he warbled, his voice breaking. It's a tragedy. <laughs> I love this podcast. I love I love this. I love everything about this. Um, but... I think, at the end of the day, I don't, I, I think I may have been convinced. I don't know if I can drink the Bud Light seltzer, especially because, as we all know, uh, Twitch actually does not allow you to drink alcoholic beverages on camera, so it, even if I were to make that decision, I would be putting my own streaming in danger. So, I think, for now, I merely must move on to the next question. Our next question, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Reading that, reading that fanfiction has made my throat very dry. I, um, thankfully, like any good streamer, I have here a glass of ordinary water that I will now drink. Oh, God, no. Oh, the smell is, the smell is a lot, y'all. This ordinary water has a lot of smell. You know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. It's not bad. It's not bad. It does not. It does not taste like eggnog. This water, this ordinary water that I'm drinking, it does not taste like eggnog. It's, the smell is ungodly. This is one of the worst smelling beverages I've ever had in my life. But like the taste wise, it's like marshmallow. It's real heavy on marshmallow, which you're like, I kind of see what they're going for, but like, John, I would not pair this with not. I, frankly, I, I, I'm still drinking it, and I don't know why. 
I don't know why I'm going back for more, frankly. Excuse me while I drink some water out of a, a different receptacle, which is all... Ah, hmm. Ah, hmm. Alright, y'all, I gotta move on to this next question because we got a lot of stuff to cover, but I feel like I'm gonna be struggling with this one for a long time. <laughs> with that out of the way, let's get to some questions about the rich history of eggnog. We've got a question from Mike Piston. It reads, hey, so what's the origin of eggnog? That seems like a pretty random thing to just stumble upon. What's the earliest version or recipe that you found? Well, Mike, great question. And I want to say to you that, Mike, you are a certified noghead. Eggnog has a rich history. In fact, uh, variations on an eggnog can be popped up around the world. Uh, in our extensive research, though, we did find what I believe to be the earliest recorded instance of eggnog, as well as what I believe to be the origins of the word eggnog itself. You see... Uh, from my from my research, as I have found it, eggnog was invented in the year 1312, uh, the year 1312, by an Irish pastry chef living in France by the name of Noel O'Grady. Hence, nog. Grady, who had just cooked a feast of fried goose but had overestimated how much batter he would need to adequately coat the, the deep-fried bird, uh, but by adding just a little bit of French liqueur to the batter, he created a delightful holiday treat. This is also the origins of the phrase... Joyeux Noel. Probably. I don't know. That sounds right, though. And if it sounds right, I believe that it is true. Mike, thank you for your question. And Mike, you are a certified noghead. And before I, before I forget, Theodore Monk, Anonymous, both of you, certified nogheads as well. Uh, we got some nogs in the chat. Hey, can I get some more nogs in the chat? Can we get some more nogs in the chat? I feel like we're not getting enough nog in the chat. Uh, as we move on to our next question, um, which comes to us from Alice Kira. Alice says, it's been a really busy year. Notably, a lot of people have talked about being the first X in space, which makes me wonder, who will be the first to drink eggnog in space? Who's going to be the first nogstronaut? Great question, Alice. Uh, you see, there's actually an answer to this. I can answer this definitively. I've done, I broke my vow. I swore a solemn vow to you five years ago when I started doing this dumb fucking podcast. I promised you that I was going to find, that I was never going to do research, and I did research for this. That's how important this question was to me. You see, the answer to this question is, in fact, uh, going back to the year 1968, specifically the Apollo 8 mission, if you look at the, the flight records, and most notably their significant broadcast on Christmas Eve, the, the Apollo 8 flew from December 21st to December 28th, 1968, which means that three, no less than three human beings were in space at Christmas in 1968. What this means is that there is a definitive answer to who the first noctronaut, who the first person to drink eggnog in space is. And that answer? Well, that's none other than Santa Claus, who, of course, as we know, just drinks delightful eggnog as he travels around the world giving gifts to everyone that is good. He delivered gifts to the astronauts in space because they were in space on Christmas and thus was the first person to drink eggnog in space. Bing, bang, boom. Easy. Next question. That is all of our history questions. I actually assumed we had some more history questions. I actually assumed we had some more history questions. 
Um, we now move on to some questions about the future of Eggnog, about what's new and fresh in the world of Eggnog, as well as a few upcoming trends. We segue over to a question from Richard Kreutz Landry. Where does Talking Nog come down on the subject of Nog-fundable tokens? Are Nogs mutually interchangeable, and what is your favorite way to keep track of whose Nog is whose? Great question, Richard. You, my friend, are a certified Noghead. Let's get into this. Let's talk about this, because the thing is, unlike non-fungible tokens, which are a pump-and-dump scheme, a multi-level marketing scheme, which in its most optimistic view, aims to add a false sense of ownership and a right of resale onto others' creative works, a chance for vampiric middlemen to get their hooks into the world of digital art, and add scarcity to the internet, which eliminates the very idea of a free and infinite digital art landscape, Non-fungible token, nog-fungible tokens are when you write your name on a little coffee mug or you take a little piece of tape or a little charm and you hand it on the nug and people look at that, people look at that mug and they go, that's Jeff's eggnog. I know that. It says Jeff on a little piece of tape. That's delightful. Who doesn't love that? That's just great. You see a little piece of tape and it says Liz's eggnog and you go, well, that's Liz's. We can't, I'm not going to drink that eggnog because it belongs to Liz. That said... I do want to talk about a technical innovation that I am excited that Talking Nog will be getting into in the new year. Uh, I am allowing uh, all of you, the listeners at home, I am capitalizing on the tech trend and what we are going to do, inspired by our friends at uh, There But For The Grace Of Pod Go We, uh, by the podcast minds, Andrew and Riley. Uh, what I am going to propose is that you, I'm going to sell you ownership of my next glass of eggnog here's all you have to do if any of you are listening to this donate fifty dollars to earth justice which is an organization fighting to uh fight uh climate change and thus undo some of the horrific damage caused by actual nfts if you make a fifty dollar donation to earth justice and send me proof of your donation i will give you ownership of the next glass of eggnog that i drink I will still drink it. I want to be clear about this. I, you do not get to own the eggnog itself. I still drink it. And I'm not going to make you a certificate or manage a spreadsheet or anything like that. You just have made a donation to a good cause. And like when I drink it, I will tell you that's Liz's eggnog. I'm drinking, I'm drinking an eggnog that is like this, this experience. I am, I, you, you will be the owner of it. So there you have it. Moving on. <laughs> Y'all, I am taking down Nightbot after this fucking dream. I got... This is this is Jeff peeling back the curtain for a moment. I, I will put a Nog fungible token on the glass that says uh, Liz's eggnog or Alex's eggnog. And I will take it and I will drink it. And you will... I will drink it, but you will own the experience of... Uh, you will own the experience of... Uh, of me drinking that eggnog. And I think that's beautiful. Great question. Really great question. Um, which brings us to a very special segment. Um, this is a segment that's, frankly, years in the making. Um, this is big. This is very big. Oh, hold on. I gotta give this a little bit of a stir before I really start off this next segment. I gotta give this a little bit of a stir. Okay. Um, yeah, that looks pretty good. Um, okay. It's time for a very special segment. This is one that is actually years in the making. Um, Nightbot, hold on. Hold on, y'all. You know what? I'm just, uh, I'm doing a thing. Give me a minute. Y'all, give me a minute. 
Thus always to over-demanding bots, Nightbot and the terror of Nightbot has been freed from the chat. Don't abuse this privilege, but uh, that goddamn robot was driving me crazy because I didn't set it right, so like, we're free. We're all free. <laughs> Enjoy. Let's get a nog in the chat! Um, uh, so, y'all, I have something here to drink. I have a special, I have a special thing to drink, and I'm very excited about it. Years in the making, this, this next question comes from us. I have mentioned from the first Talking Nog my challenges with finding the, the excitement from the chat is really getting me, is really getting me going on this next question. And this is big. This is big. Because our friend and yours, Liz, Liz Bodicus Rex in the chat, made good on a, a, a challenge that has faced us from the first Talking Nog. And I want that noted. I have here Liz's vegan eggnog. I have not tasted it. For the record, I have not tasted it. This is much like the much like the water that was not Bud Light Seltzer earlier that was ordinary water. Technically, this drink of nog is owned by Grumpa Miss Prime. I need to note that. Um, this vegan nog, and I will share the recipe after I taste this. This is this is this is vegan eggnog. And supposedly, all reports I've heard give me very high expectations. Here we go. Oh, it's, I don't think it actually... It... I, I think I didn't shake it enough, and I, I will own that. But that's fucking delicious. No, that, no, I will not lower those expectations, Liz. That is unbelievable. Holy crap, that tastes, that tastes like and has the consistency of eggnog, which, like nothing. Like, like, I, like, I want to emphasize, and this is, this is Jeff being genuine for a moment as a man that is not just uh, a man that produces a yearly podcast about eggnog, but like, is also a man that loves eggnog, like, that actually is, that tastes like eggnog in a way that, like, has fucked me up a little bit. Like, I was not ready. I, I, like, like, every other, every vegan variety on eggnog I've tried has had a little bit of a trade-off. Like, a little bit of a, a little bit of, it, the, like, the texture has been off, but, like, the texture's right in this. Like, I think, I think, I think I didn't shake it quite right, but, like, the texture's right, and the flavors are right. Fuck, Liz, I think that you, I think that you did it. I think that you actually actually perfected the vegan eggnog and I I have to I have to give respect where respect is due. I, everybody let's get a nog in the chat to, to congratulate Liz on really hitting uh, the vegan eggnog. Now we're going to talk through the recipe as everybody hits the nogs in the chat. Let's let's get into this. Liz writes, in a in a mixer, beat 1/3 cup of aquafaba one quarter cup of tartar. Once foamy, add a quarter cup sugar and a quarter teaspoon each of vanilla and almond extract. Beat until you have very soft peaks. Set them aside and clean out the mixer bowl. Now, beat one part, that's two cups, silk heavy whipping cream. One half cup granulated sugar. Two tablespoons brown sugar. One vanilla bean or one tablespoon or one teaspoon rather, that's an important distinction, one teaspoon vanilla extract, one quarter key teaspoon almond extract, 
one quarter teaspoon fresh grated nutmeg. Beat until you have firm peaks. Be careful not to overbeat. Whisk the aquafaba meringue and the whipped cream together and then slowly add in one and a half to two cups of non-dairy milk. I used almond milk, but I think anything but soy would be good. And this is crucial. Refrigerate for a couple of hours or at least, at least, or overnight, and then whisk it up again and serve with more freshly grated nutmeg. There's your recipe, top to bottom. This is, undeniably, the best vegan eggnog I've ever had, and I have had a lot of them, and I want that noted. Liz, thank you. You, more than most, are a certified nog head. Let's get into our next question. We got a question from Mike Piston. Mike asks, is there a way to make a decent low-calorie eggnog? Now, great question, Mike. Certified noghead. For that, I want to say, there is a way. If, if the question is, Liz Nog Champ, I'm putting it out there. You know, you got it. I, I, I want to, I want to, I want to say, Mike, Mike, to you, I want to say that yes. You want the, you want the flavors of a delicious eggnog. And you, you don't want those calories. I understand it. It's a thick beverage. It's a heavy drink. Well, I've got good news for you. Bud Light Holiday Seltzer is only 100 calories. That's only 100 calories, and that's all of the delicious flavors of eggnog. It's a confusing drink. It's a confusing drink. It's the thing. It's ordinary water. It's ordinary water. But it's very, very confusing to me. Oh. And, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Because I thought I was going to be able to find, like, a thing to say. And I have nothing to say, because it's very strange. Um, moving on to our next question. This comes to us, uh, this comes to us from Birdie. Birdie writes, Hi, Talking Nog casting crew. I'm a big fan of the show, but unfortunately here in Australia, I can't say the same for the people around me. Being in the middle of summer right now, eggnog is not part of the broader cultural milieu. Can you perhaps suggest a noggy variant that might appeal to the southern palate? Birdie, I am so glad that you asked, because yes, I can. I genuinely can. Take a drink of water real quick. No, no, I'm not. I, I was going to do it as a bit, and I genuinely cannot do that. I genuinely can. I can. Which is why we are going to talk about Coquito. Can we talk about Coquito? We got to talk about Coquito, because it's delicious. Coquito is a variant of eggnog. I believe it... I believe... I'm actually going to violate my, 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 my oath here and do a hand, a, a touch of research to make sure I say this correctly. Coquito is a drink that originated in Puerto Rico. It is a variation on an egg. Like, it has the same kind of, uh, like, I, like experience. It's eggs and cream, and, but, like, it, it subs out the cream for coconut cream, and it usually is based in a rum, and so what you get is this really like uh, like bright and sweet. It's got that sweetness of the rum, which is a very sweet uh, liquor. 
and and you get that the the the, the thing that really get you if you get a good like coconut cream or a good coconut milk like that coconut flavor really pops in a way that is wonderful uh it is honestly like a perfect summer drink like i know that i know that i drink eggnog all year round because uh it is a wonderful drink and we should all be drinking it year round but coquito is genuinely like very good like a very good warm weather drink it is just it is bright it is refreshing it's got a little bit of that ice cream it reminds me a little bit of a pina colada because it's got that coconut flavor uh i imagine it would be like heaven sent if you like grated a little bit of lime zest on top and like it, it, you mix that, you mix in a little bit of that lime zest or like a little bit of lime juice maybe even and like you would have this beautiful coconut lime flavor that mixes with the rum and the cream and the egg. It would be heaven sent. Alex, I am absolutely going to remind you to send me an eggnog cookie because I want eggnog cookie real badly. Um, but like I think, Bertie, there is your answer like uh coquito is wonderful it is delightful i it, according to dear friend of the show kate nicks i might have some next year to drink for the show but i will not hold anyone to that because obviously i am the only one that should have to like rush and make things for this podcast but uh i appreciate this and and honestly birdie there is the answer to your question i am so excited for you to discover coquito and i hope that you'll write to us next year and talk to us about your coquito experiences because i hope that they're good All right, and with that, we have yet another. Uh, this is, as I was saying, uh, as I've said on the lead into this podcast over the last few weeks, this is the closest that this podcast will ever come to legitimate journalism because I have yet another live taste test. This con- comes to us from, this one comes to us from uh, Talking Nog producer Jen Frank. I have here from Aldi. Oh, God, I can't even grab it, because... Eggnog goat cheese? Just gonna let this one sit for a second, because, like, I'm a little nervous. Like, like I don't know how to process this one, but, uh... If eggnog-flavored goat cheese. We've got it on a, uh, on a cracker that I'm gonna... I'm gonna nosh... I'm gonna dig into it. Oh, oh, losing cracker. That's fine, I'll get it out later. Mmm. I'm not gonna. Mm-mm. I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish that. Oh. Oh no. Oh no, I'm not going to finish. Haha! <laughs> the blue screen has struck again. Let's fix this. There we go. That's fine. Oh, mmm. Oh, it's really lingering. Oh, mmm. Oh, no. That's not. That's not good, is the thing. That's not good. I actually kind of had high hopes for that, if I'm not lying to you. Comment in the goat if I thought that was going to be the goat and it was not the goat is very funny. Um, I, y'all, I really actually genuinely thought that was going to be pretty decent, and it... Frick was not. 
it was not where the magic was. Y'all, I'm not gonna lie to you. I really... I really thought that was the... I really thought that was the one. But, because, like... Goat cheese is kind of, like, sourish. Like, it's got a little bit of that tartness, and I figured that might be nice in the eggnog, but, like... It's real not... It, I don't know how to describe it. It's just not good. Like, the eggnog flavor hits you on the back in a way that, like, does not blend with the goat cheese. And we're just gonna move on because, like, I'm thrown off by this. Aldi. Aldi, you gotta do better. You, you gotta do better, Aldi. You really gotta... You really gotta... Gotta really... Do better. I... I really... I, I've loved a lot of things from the Aldi, and this, sadly, was not one of them. Let's move on to our next question and ask also drink a little bit more ordinary water. Oh, fuck. No. I'm putting this out of reach. I'm putting that out of reach because I will keep grabbing it and I do not wish to do that. I have here traditional bourbon eggnog homemade by producer of the show, Jen Frank. Y'all, I feel like we got away from the spirit of the show for a bit. I feel like we got away from what makes the show magical, and that's this eggnog right here. <sighs> Let's get into our next question. Got a question here from Mike. Mike writes, so can you use any eggs in eggnog? Can you use snake eggs? What about powdered eggs? How far from the basic chicken egg can I go before it's no longer eggnog? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Because the truth is, uh, people on the 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 on the people on the the home eggnog circuit have been really pushing the boundaries, and frankly, I believe. I mean, I am I am I am chaos. Hello, Alex. Happy Nogmas to you as well. Um, my answer to your question, Mike, is I believe that you can use any egg that you can find in a good eggnog. I believe that you can use snake eggs. I believe you can use ostrich eggs, and for those of you with you know the most elite and expensive palates, I truly believe. You could enjoy a Fabergé eggnog. I say go for it. Now, let's go to our next quick. Hold on, I'm being, I'm being handed a, a note. Oh, come on, hold on. I'm getting a note from our legal department. Um, for the love of God, please don't grind up Fabergé eggs and drink them. All right, that's fair. That's a fair no uh, Hold on, I'm actually being handed another note. No, seriously, for the love of God, don't do that. It will kill you. All right, that seems fair. That's, oh, they're, okay, yeah, okay. Getting another, another, another note here. Like, we're all just gonna be cool, right? We're all not gonna do this for serious. Like, I can't believe we have to keep writing this down. Uh, okay. I'm, I do, I, if this happens... It is not on me. And then it's signed legal department. So there you go, uh, everybody. Uh, our legal department has washed our hands. Uh, which brings us to... Uh, which brings us to one final uh, theoretical thing. One final live taste test. We have one final live taste test. And that is... Uh, we have eggnog popcorn, which comes to us from friend of the show, Laura Prince. This is uh, Wegman's eggnog popcorn. It's actually pretty good. 
itch. Okay, here's something I gotta talk about. I'm gonna chew and swallow, so I'm not. Here's the thing about like eggnog flavored stuff that I've no I've run into a lot in the last like year. It's true of the seltzer. It's true of the popcorn. Marshmallows, not eggnog. We can all agree on that, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I, this is not the first thing that, like, like this is good. Like, this is a thing that I will and admittedly have been eating. But it doesn't taste like eggnog. It tastes like marshmallow. And, like, a key, this is, like, the, the third time I've tried a thing that is eggnog flavored, and I've gone, this is a very good marshmallow-flavored dish. And, like... If you at home are thinking of making an eggnog flavored thing and are just going to make it marshmallow flavored, I'm going to find you. I want that noted. Stop pretending marshmallow is eggnog flavored because it's not. Moving on to our next topic. Question of is it closer to Lucky Charms or like Jet Puff marshmallow? I'd put it like marshmallow fluff because like marshmallow cream. It's like marshmallow cream. To Noah Houlihan's point, I did not put nutmeg on it and that's probably on me. Fair. That's a fair point. So let's get back to our questions with our theoretical Nog questions behind us. We've got a few lightning round questions. Richard Corey Lansry asks, If your favorite Nog was an action figure, what would its accessories be? Well, I've got the answer for that. That's an easy one. That's a whole egg. That's a whole nutmeg. Which is also why uh, the toy itself is discontinued. Because, uh, unfortunately, they, shipped, uh, they would have shipped an entire nutmeg with their uh, with their eggnog action figure, and as we all know, nutmeg is actually a poisonous thing. You shouldn't eat it. It's poison. Um, don't don't eat nut. Don't eat a whole nutmeg. Like grind it a very small amount. I I am in the process of being Back to the Future. Um, don't eat a whole nutmeg. Don't do that. Uh, our legal department is asking me to read. For fuck's sake, don't eat a whole nutmeg. Don't do it. Um, so that's why the Nog action figure was unfortunately recalled, was because they felt like they could ship it with an entire nutmeg, and that was, in fact, a fiasco. Moving on to our next question. Uh, Mike writes, You've emptied an old eggnog bottle that you've forgotten about at the bottom of the refrigerator for it, and out pops a genie. You've got one wish left. It has already granted you the gift of eggnog, and you foolishly spent the other on takeout. Well, I wouldn't describe that as foolish. You've got to have a good food with your good eggnog. What is your third wish? Great question. Great question. Uh, my third wish, if I've already got eggnog and takeout, is for a world where everyone has what they need, no one lives to live, afraid or hungry, and which everyone can come together for the treasured tradition of hunting billionaires for sport. It's a perfect world, but that's the world that I would wish for. Mike, great question. Let's move on to another question from Richard Kreutz Landry. What kind of nog does Gritty drink? This is a great question. As you know that I am from the great city of Philadelphia, and Gritty is our mascot. Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Gritty's eggnog. Gritty's eggnog is obviously uh, I'm gonna say obviously um, very strong. I think that is the first thing. Uh, I would say it's probably made with like a local Philly bourbon. I think that's a natural fit. You know, Philly is he is a Philly mascot, true and true. 
he's a, a tree is a he is a Philadelphia mascot, so a Philadelphia-based bourbon eggnog. And the trick, uh, the trick for gritty eggnog would be to grate a, a really good amount of orange zest on the top. It being, uh, I, I have learned recently on a video that uh, bourbon and, uh, which makes a lot of sense, bourbon and orange zest is a good combination, but uh, bourbon and orange zest, you'd grate a lot of it, obviously, because gritty is also orange. This is also why you would want to go with a bourbon. Um, and that's in Philly local because Philly local. Um, and the answer is, uh, Mike in the chat has posited pigeon eggs, which that feels right. That does admittedly feel right. Um, you're going to orange, you're going to grass some oranges. And then you are going to pair that going back to what I said about like food with, uh, food with your, with your eggnog. You're going to pair that with canonically Gritty's favorite foods, hot dogs and Zamboni water. Great question. Great question, Richard. Let's get into it. Y'all, uh, I want to give this one another two minutes because, frankly, uh, you know what? No, no, we're not waiting. We're not waiting, everybody. I'm giving us a treat for this day. It's 8.58. It's now time for Talking Nog After Hours. Guess what, y'all? Now we can say whatever the hell we want. It's, it's now time for, put those kids to bed, because we're talking about serious adult eggnog topics now. Let me drink a little eggnog. That's heckin' delicious. We got a question here from Mike. Is eggnog good for setting the mood? What are the best spices to, you know, make with the sexy times? To which I say, Mike, what is sexier than the holidays? What is sexier than joy and giving and brightness and staying warm when it's cold outside that's what the holidays are all about and really that's what intimacy and love and sex are really all about that or ginger because sometimes if you like look you can find a ginger it kind of looks like a you know you look at a ginger kind of look like yeah you get <laughs> i think you get where i'm going with that <laughs> it looks like a dick We've also now got a question here for him. We've got a we've got a visual submission here. We got a visual submission here for uh hold on. Wait, did I lose it? Did I put it on the hold on. We have a visual submission here from friend of the show. From friend of the show, Bill Heydrich, has given us a submission, a video submission, an after-hours video submission, or a photo submission, for us to discuss. And that's a tweet here from, uh, from, from KickKeep. Come? You mean Pregnog? I think that about wraps it up for talking dog after dark. Thanks for participating. We're gonna go ahead and cut that off right here. I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. I'm talking dog after dark. Which brings us to another question from Mike that I think is important to get into as we kind of start to move towards the end of the show. And that is an existential question. Why nog? Why not cider or mold wine? Well, 
If anybody wants to note my opinions on malt cider and wine in the chat, please do so. Because I'm about to get into it. <clears throat> Let me take a little drink of eggnog to really get into it. <sighs> Gotta stretch it out. Fuck cider! Fuck mulled wine! And really, honestly, like the thing, the reason that I, 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 I go with eggnog is because what's more Christmassy than indulging in something that's maybe a little corny, maybe a little goofy, maybe at times a little sickly sweet, but it's warming and comforting and even when it's not great, it's familiar and it's made by love with someone that cares about you. It's a beautiful thing. It is, uh, the reason that I go with eggnog is because I really feel like it's a truly beautiful, wonderful thing. And I, I think that it, it embodies a lot of what I love about the season. And so that's why I go with eggnog. But also because James Stormer can fuck off. Fuck you, James Stormer. This podcast is not safe for work because I'm using cusses. Great question, Mike. Let's go on to our next question, which, oh, wonderful. Actually, our next question is a video submitted question from our friend and yours in the chat right now. TV's Noah Houlihan plus two comedy has given us a special holiday treat that I think you're all going to be very excited about. Noah? Hello. I'm stand-up comedian TV's Noah Houlihan plus two comedy. And Jeff, Merry Christmas and happy talking nog. You know, I've been watching this show for years now and I usually pop in and I usually make fun of you or the show or make you drink something weird like remember that time I made you drink eggnog mixed with sake but uh, I don't want to do that this year uh, talking nog has become one of my favorite Christmas traditions now and so no jokes uh, I just want to make something right by you because you know I have never actually tried Eggnog. So I thought for this year, I'll cut out the comedy and I'll actually just try eggnog for real and record it for your show. So, down the hatch. <laughs> it's actually really good. <laughs> I put some nutmeg in it and stuff. Yeah, it's actually really good. I've never had it before, but it's like creamy and tasty. It's it's definitely better than that other drink, mold cider, made by that James Stormist guy. <laughs> Hoolahang, you done messed up now and you messed up bad. You're on my naughty list now and that is not where you want to be. Since apparently you're having a little trouble keeping your name straight, let me give you a little lesson, a little... Crash course on who the hell I am. I am the Jingle Bell Rock. I am the Holly and the Jolly Hit Maker. And I am the most festive name in sports entertainment today. I am James Stormist. And I am the only, the best eggnog wrestler in the scene today. Don't you ever imply that I am a fan of mold wine and mold cider. I am eggnog all day, every day. You're probably thinking of that little no-good, treat-cheating little son-of-a-gun James Stormer. And if you ever know a Houlihan mix us up again, well then I'm going to give you so much more than 12 days of beatdowns. Because the thing is, I know when you're sleeping. I know when you're awake. 
And look at me. Look at me, son. Look in these eyes. I know when you're out there partying with your babe. And that's when I'm going to find you. And that's when I'm going to give you a little bit of the old snowflake jam. That's a phrase. That's a thing. Don't you forget it. Somebody give me some eggnog. <laughs> good stuff. But all jokes aside, uh, this is really good. Uh, thank you for sharing this beverage with me. And just, you know, thank you for sharing a friendship with me all these years. Merry Christmas, Jeff. Thank you, Noah. That, that really meant a lot. Like, that, that really, like, that really touched me. And I'm really, like, I'm really kind of blown away. But hold on. Uh, hold on. I'm getting signal from my produ- Hold on. There seems to be more to that vid- Hold on. I got it. Hold on. I'm working. Cut. All right. Let's just roll into the next one. Let's just roll. I just want to pound these out. This seems like act. This just seems like act. <sighs> All right. We could have. Let's go. Hello. I'm stand-up comedian TV's Noah Houlihan from Plus Two Comedy. And happy mulling it over, James. <sighs> you know, I've been watching this for a few years and been involved a little bit. I usually make fun of you or make fun of the show or make you drink something weird. Remember that one time I had you drink mold cider that was mixed with sake? <laughs> Fun times. But this year, uh, no jokes. Uh, I just wanted to honestly say that mulling it over has become one of my favorite holiday traditions. And as you know, I've never actually tried mold cider. So I thought for you, I would try it and record it, and you could include it in the show. So here we go. Down the hats. My first mold cider. You know it's actually pretty good. Like, it's warm and, like, spicy. It's, it's actually really good. It's way better than that other drink, eggnog, that Jeff Stormer's always pushing. Yeah, actually, I really like it. Well, in any case, thank you so much, James, for sharing this beverage with me and sharing a friendship with me. Happy holidays, James. All right, let's get this crap off. Editor, just put like a fireplace behind me or something. And I know it's late, but if you want your damn Christmas bonus, you'll get this video out as fast as possible. Oh. Oh. Let's go ahead and move on to our next question. Um. Well, I kind of, kind of figured that was gonna be like the, like the sweet ending to the show. Like uh, it's gonna kind of be like a, hey, we got a loving friend here on a sweet moment. Uh, I, I probably, I probably should have watched the whole video before I. Kind of feel like it sort of took the air out of the sails of the the final finale of the. <sighs> All right, I guess that's it. Bye, every wait. Hold on. Getting a no Getting I'm getting waved down. Uh, we have another. Oh, we have another letter. <sighs> what a relief. A last minute letter. 
from friend of the show Taylor Labresh. Okay. Hopefully this will bring some joy back because honestly I don't want to I don't want to end the show like this. But let me just read it now. We'll we'll knock it out. I'll let y'all out of here. We'll get going. It's fine. Taylor writes. Dear Jeff, I woke up in a fright, realizing I had forgotten to send anything into Talking Nog. I drafted this letter at 3 a.m. as if I were haunted by the ghosts of eggnog past, present, and future. I looked out the window and saw a young boy and said, Yo, boy! What day is it? Why, it's December 23rd, sir! Talking Nog Day! So if it's not too late, I can't make it to the live stream tonight because I'm spending time with family, but I wanted to say... I'm proud of where Talking Nog has gone. You've pushed past the final frontier with this podcast and made something great year in and year out. I don't have a question in mind, but I wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my eggy, creamy mug. Thank you for being part of my holidays, something I look forward to as much as, if not more than, honestly, opening presents. Also, fuck mold cider. Taylor, thank you. Wait, I do have a question. Where do you fall on mead being a holiday drink? Because I just kegged five gallons of it and I need someone to help me drink it. I can't think of anyone I'd rather share a toast with more than you. Happy holidays, Jeff. I hope they're wonderful and filled with spirit and joy. You deserve it. Thank you. Taylor, thank you. Thank you, Taylor. I'm very happy. Oh my god, I've become a ghost! I was very confused about all of the There we go. <laughs> Everybody, my parents kissed at the at the, at the dance. It's okay. We're all okay. We're all good. <sighs> I wish it was on purpose, Brandon. I really do. Um, Taylor, thank you. I really appreciate it. You've you've made me very happy, and honestly. You want to toast some meat at the holidays? There's nothing else I'd rather drink with a, a dear friend than some delightful mead. Now, unfortunately, my, gra my glass is running a little low. It means it's about time to wrap things up. Thank you all for watching. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the songs. Thank you for the songs, Kevin McLeod. Thank you to Noah Houlihan. Thank you to all of the people that have written in. Thank you to Jen Frank, producer of the show and maker of our year's eggnog. Uh, I've been reminded by Laura Prince that I have a box that I need to open on my... <laughs> I have not looked at this. For the record, uh, Noah and Laura from Plus Two Comedy have sent me a package, and I don't know what it is. Um, oh... Oh no. What? what? Oh my god. What? It's a stuffed eggnog. Oh my it's a it's a little squishy stuffed eggnog. Just when I thought that the holidays were at our lowest, our friends Taylor and Laura came in and got a wonderful gift. And I'm uh, so happy. Y'all, I'm wonderful and, and grateful and I'm blessed. And I think it's about time for us to wrap it up. But 
Before we do, I've got a little something special for you. You see, we've been working on something very secret. And I'm very excited to share with you all what's coming next from the world of Talking Nog. I hope you're as excited as I am. Jeff Stormer's Country Cooking Corner. Some of y'all might not know that from rural New Jersey to rural Oklahoma, Jeff Stormer is country raised with a little bit of big city magic. And on Jeff Stormer's Country Cooking Corner, we're taking some of our favorite recipes and giving them just a little bit of that Jeff Stormer pizzazz. Next episode, we are taking a classic down-home flavor in a bold new direction. That's right, you guessed it. Drinkable ranch dressing. Hope to see you there. Oh. Good night, everybody.